This is Brojo Online. Masculinity, confidence, and integrity with Dan Monroe. The difference between a relationship and a connection. So the biggest barrier to getting into a relationship is trying to get into a relationship. There's nothing more socially desperate than dating the way most people do it. You interview each other, you try to impress each other, try to manipulate each other into feeling attraction, and generally spend the whole time wondering and worrying about, will this go anywhere? But some people don't do it like this. They simply spend their time honestly connecting with people. Sometimes this ends up becoming a relationship or a friendship, sometimes it doesn't. There's no attempt to make it happen, they just don't seem to try. So what's the difference? The second group of people have discovered something the first group missed. It all has to do with the difference between our perceptions of what a relationship is. So what is a relationship? Think about it for a second. How do you define that word? How do you know when you're in a relationship? What are the hallmarks that prove its existence? Believe it or not, this varies wildly from one person to another. While many of us believe that our perception of what a relationship is will match our peers, it almost certainly does not. Some people believe it requires sexual exclusivity, others don't. Some people think it begins with a direct agreement of commitment, others believe it's implied by spending time together or having sex with each other. Some people think you must hide certain truths about yourself until after a relationship is established, others believe you must share these truths before making a commitment. The list goes on and on. And this isn't even the important part. What's most important is trying to identify what a relationship actually is. You can't hold it in your hand. You can't see it, smell it, or hear it. It's like money in the bank. You believe in its existence despite there being only circumstantial evidence. It has no physical form. You believe that a relationship exists when you experience certain things. Maybe it's when you agree to be boyfriend and girlfriend. Maybe it's when you're having sex. Maybe it's when your partner expresses attraction towards you. Maybe it's the marriage license. And then there are the experiences that tell you the relationship no longer exists. Maybe it's your partner being caught cheating or telling you they want to break up. Maybe it's your partner dying. Maybe it's waking up one morning and not feeling love anymore. Yet none of these signs show you what a relationship really is, and that's because of a simple, matrix-style truth. There is no relationship. A relationship is simply the illusion that another person will continue to obey the rules you've attached to your connection with them. Let me say that one more time. A relationship is an illusion that the other person will continue to obey rules that you've attached to your connection with them. When you successfully create this illusion in your mind that they will still love you tomorrow, still want to be your partner tomorrow, and still be alive tomorrow, you tell yourself that you're in a relationship. When you're unable to convince yourself of this illusion, the relationship ends. All those rules you made up about what a relationship consists of are what you desperately chase when you're dating. You try your best to manipulate and maneuver your potential mate into obeying these rules, and you panic when they don't. Even after they've committed, the fun of maintaining a relationship is emotionally draining. You try to prevent them from losing love, from cheating or from dying, because you want to keep the relationship, 
Whenever something threatens the illusion, you lose sleep. No wonder dating isn't working out well for you. You're not trying to connect with someone. You're trying to get and keep an asset. An ultimately impossible task. Why do I say impossible? Because no relationship with another person can last forever. At the very least, one of you is going to die first. And that's the best way it can end. That's the definition of the most successful relationship. Are you so sure this is what you want to chase? Let's look at an alternative approach. What is a connection? A connection has no rules. There is no expectation of tomorrow. There is no agreement or commitment. You don't have to speak or have sex. They don't even have to stay alive. You can feel it when you make thrilling eye contact with an attractive stranger. You can feel it when you hold your best friend's newborn baby for the first time. You can feel it when you're deep in a heart-to-heart conversation with your closest friend. And you can also feel it when you sit contentedly on top of a mountain, watching a beautiful sunset, with no observable proof whatsoever that any other humans even exist. Connection can survive the end of a relationship. You can still feel connected to a loved one who died many years ago. You can feel connected to someone who isn't in the same room, or whom you haven't spoken to for years. Connection does not require any obedience, or even action of any kind, from another person. I believe people begin their dating experiences by searching for a connection, but get confused into seeking a relationship instead. As one of my coaching clients identified with me yesterday, We learn to accept the belief that a relationship creates and guarantees the feeling of connection. We mistakenly see relationships as the source of connection. Connection is what we really want. I mean, you don't want to be in a shitty, unloving relationship, right? Therefore, a relationship by itself is not good enough. We want to feel connected in that relationship, and have come to believe that a relationship is how we can consistently achieve this, despite evidence that connection can be experienced even when all by yourself. When you, look at, when you look carefully at healthy couples, you'll clearly see that the connection was what created the relationship. A relationship is a consequence of a connection, not the other way around. And you'll know from experience that a connection cannot be forced just by creating a relationship. You know you can manipulate someone into being your friend or partner without ever feeling genuinely connected with them. Why does seeking a relationship drive it away? When you're trying to get a relationship, you ruin your chance of a real connection. You're needy, greedy, desperate, false, and manic. You hide the worst parts of yourself while exaggerating or misrepresenting your strengths. And bizarrely, you often hide your true feelings towards the other person. You play games, manipulate and trick. You ignore the other person because your attention is completely focused on the strategy in your head. Part of which is you trying to convince yourself that you're not manipulative. Compare that to when you're inviting someone to connect with you. No games, no pickup techniques, no bullshit, no deception. You can't connect with a false representation, so you know you must represent yourself as boldly, vulnerably, and accurately as possible. To ensure they're a good fit for you, you must also engage in empathy and acceptance, listening carefully to them to allow their truth to come out. There is no strategy, just openness to experience. There is no definition of success or failure, just the experiment, 
the invitation to explore each other. In your attempts to get into a relationship, you prevent someone from being able to connect with you. You hide what they could connect with, and you ignore and judge what could be you could be appreciating in them. You think this is the best way to do it because you believe that once you get into a relationship, you'll be able to source endless feelings of connection. But will you? Do relationships work when they're started on such false pretenses? I'd suggest that the ridiculously high divorce rates in Western countries are testament to the issue of people trying to get into a relationship. I also reckon this is why arranged marriages are so statistically successful. The participants aren't trying to keep the relationship because they have no choice in the matter, so they focus instead on trying to connect to make the relationship enjoyable. How do you make the switch from seeking a relationship to seeking a connection? In a word, honesty. The key difference between seeking a relationship versus seeking a connection is strategy. And social strategies are always less than fully honest. Connection is free from strategy. You're willing to lose the person because there's no relationship to be maintained. There's nothing to lose. You're either connected truthfully or you're not. No strategy can support truthful connection. Only honesty and respect can do that. Express yourself honestly, then give them respectful space and encouragement to do the same. You strategically chase a relationship because you're trying to remove loneliness. But loneliness is caused by you rejecting yourself. You know this because you can still feel lonely around other people, even when they like you. Connection is not about someone else liking you. Connection is about you liking you. When that happens, there's no more loneliness. And how is this achieved? By valuing your honesty more than you value any relationship with another person. You impress yourself with honesty to create a sense of connection. You've had the power all along. For me, it all changed when I made a special commitment to myself. After a decade of desperately and unsuccessfully seeking a partner, I decided to stop trying. I made a powerful commitment to accept being single for the rest of my life. The relationship I would focus on would be the relationship I had with myself, the only relationship that was guaranteed to last my entire life. The effects were immediate. Suddenly, dating was no longer a desperate, anxiety-ridden experience. I no longer felt any pressure to keep other people in my life. It no longer mattered if they didn't text back, or didn't want to sleep with me, or didn't want to commit to exclusivity. I still dated, because I liked exploring connection. I could offer all these things, but I did so merely to clarify our connection. If they rejected me, it simply meant that it was time to focus on connecting more with someone else, or just with myself. There was no need to chase. Whatever you chase will run away from you. As I speak this, as I write this article and speak it into the podcast here, I'm in a long-term relationship for the first time in over a decade with a girl I feel deeply connected to and whom I can be myself around without restriction. Remember, the right person for you won't require any manipulation. Your pure honesty will completely satisfy them. You don't even need to believe in yourself to satisfy another person. Anyone less than this is a waste of your time. Commit to being single forever if that's what it takes to build a relationship with yourself. And don't do this just to trick yourself into reducing neediness. This is not a strategy to get a relationship. Just let go of strategy entirely and connect. I hope you guys enjoyed that. I hope it's helpful. 
If uh, you want to go deeper with this, if this is something you want my help with, get in touch, dan at brojo.co.nz and get out there and start focusing on connecting rather than trying to keep people. Cheers.